Blog Talk Radio.
what the man of God has to say on tonight. So I'm just thanking everybody for tuning in and um, taking time out to be with Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, Blog Talk Radio. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 to 33. For seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So our speaker tonight is none other than Pastor Servant Troy Thomas, who is also celebrating his birthday and his anniversary. So I don't know if he's going to do Facebook Live, but if he is, you can tune in to his page, Servant Troy Thomas, or you can stay here on my page, and we could uh, hear the message on tonight. So as we are listening in on Blog Talk and viewing in on Facebook Live, I'm going to check to see if the man of God is on the line. Pastor, are you on the line yet? Pastor Thomas? Okay. Well, Pastor Thomas is not on the line yet. So while we're waiting on him to come on board, We're going to keep talking about what we were talking about, blog talk. I was talking on Facebook about why the government is threatening to shut down when a a budget should have been taken care of for 2023, 2024, 2025. And if anything, they should be working on the budget for 2026, 2027. We should not be living from month to month. That don't make no sense. It's like government employees, veterans, military, and all of the other programs that depend on the government, you have to wait like a quarterly. You you got to apply every month for to make sure you got something coming in that you're, you're they're, they're obligated to give you, most of it. You've worked all your life for it. You've been in the military or you retired and and apply for it, or you have a disability or or need, but they seem to be able to understand and make sure everyone else is covered by the American dream, except the Americans that need it. That dreams don't seem to be coming true. That that's that's my opinion. I ain't say nobody else said that. That's my opinion. So I have a right to my opinion. I have a right to what I feel or think. But I feel that if people are coming over here or other countries are asking us for help, how is it you're telling us you're broke, we're broke, America is broke, but we find billions and millions and billions and trillions of dollars to send somewhere else, not just one country, but two or three countries, and assist them. But then when we had a flood here in Chicago because it was raining and they had a, a drag race um, downtown, they uh, switched the system around and it flooded the west side in, in Central Illinois. They're telling the people that FEMA can't help them or they slowed down FEMA and shut it down. But then as the immigrants come in, they find money for them. Now they're finding houses. Now they're taking buildings that should have been opened up and remodeled and taken care of for our children 
to have after-school program for our seniors and our handicapped to have a daycare program that may last all day while their loved ones are at work or uh, taking care of business that they need to take care of. They didn't do that for us, but did you want to give the American dream, to give the needs and necessities to somebody else? That doesn't make sense to me. But, again, that's my personal opinion, and that's what I have to say. I'm not saying that anybody has to agree with me. I'm not saying anybody should agree with me. I'm saying that's my personal opinion, and that's what I have to say. So I'm going to check back again to see the man of God. Pastor Thomas, are you on the line? They ask, and are you on the line? Troy. I can hear you, but I can't hear Troy. Well, I'll keep talking till the man of God interrupts. So as I was saying that even the word of God says your ministry starts at home. And if your ministry starts at home, America, we are Americans. We are part of your home team. Provide for your own people before you provide for others because your people are in need. Don't push us away to try to look good or make it look good for someone else. They can't even vote for you. And we as the American people, we need to make sure our votes count. Not because we believe in what they're saying, but let their records show what their mouth is saying. Make sure it matches. Oil and water don't match. Oil and benefits don't match. Okay? Straight. Pastor Thomas, are you on the line and are you ready? I'm on the line. Give me a couple more minutes and I'll be ready. I was on okay. another meeting. So okay. Okay, cool. So, like I was saying, the word of God says your ministry starts at home. It's a uh, train up a child in the way that he should go. So, when he gets old, he will not depart from it. So, if you're telling me, well, I'm born. I'm, I already owe taxes. Matter of fact, when my mom got pregnant with me or any mother get pregnant with her child, the child has already became a tax credit or something to do with taxes. You could tell me that somebody that could come over here and just put in a request can ask for something, and all they got to do is say, I, I'll pay you back or I need, and you, you for that? But those of us that's here that can vote for you, and you have the nerve to ring our doorbell and bombard our mailbox, our front yard, our block, lit with all type of literature, vote for me, vote for this. We ain't seen to her from you since the election was over. But the election getting ready to come back around. I'm going to tell you right now, if you ring my doorbell, I'm going to break out a plethora of complaints. And I want to see something done. Um, on my behalf before I give you my vote because anybody can give you their word or some words and it don't amount to a, a pile of beans as the old folks would say. You won't be doing nothing but smiling in my face telling me what you think I want to hear so you can get that vote. But I'm telling you, America, we need to tell our politicians you ought to be ashamed of yourself that you're making government workers or people work or people that depend on what you 
owe them to be scared that they're not going to get it and then have to deal with the bill collectors and everyone else asking for their payment knowing the people don't have the money. That doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. But I tell you what I, I do know. I can pray. And I believe everybody else out here that knows how to pray can pray. And I know something else. People that don't know how to pray, y'all finna learn how to pray. America, America gonna make you turn your back back to Jesus. Yes, they are. Because when they treat you like they treat you and they're not doing right by you and you don't know which way to go, the first thing you're going to say is, Lord, help me. I don't know what to do. But I tell you what you better do. You better get on your knees. You better repent. You better get before God. You better talk to God. Stop waiting till you need him. And you get that spirit of Jehut. Once you do what you do, you go back. No, you better get with God for real and do what you got to do because it was amazing to me the last couple of weeks I heard several times, did you notice that America is not mentioned in the Bible nowhere? Mm. And I had to stop and think and say, you're right, it's not. So I know the pastor is ready for us by now. I know he's ready to give us a word, to feed us. I know he's ready to set our soul on fire with the word of God because we need some encouragement as people, as saints, as Christians. We need some encouragement. And if you can't do nothing but encourage yourself, please encourage this man of God on tonight. It is well needed. It is definitely something that we need to do as Christians in the body of Christ is to trust Pray, support, and believe one another with and without titles. We need to support, pray, and believe in one another. Okay? Pastor, it's in your hands if you're ready. I'm ready. How y'all doing this evening? Y'all doing all right? Y'all on here with Facebook Live and on Talk Talk. I just want to have a quick conversation. I just want to give you what the Lord I know God gave me to share with you. Is that all right? Can we? Sh- can I share this with you? Amen. I just want to share it with you. We're going to go somewhere and chill out. All right. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you for joining us here at Blog Talk Radio as well as Facebook Live. I just want to share a quick word I know God wants me to share with his people. So pray along with me. And pray and declare along with me what God has for us today, because what God has for us is a great word from him. Amen. Um, I'm going to go to 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter. First, I got to pen. 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter, starting at the 38th verse. 1 Samuel, 17th chapter. That's the Old Testament. Uh, 17th chapter, starting at the 38th verse. Uh, I want to say thank you, first of all, to all those that for the last two weekends have supported Pastor Troy, the third and the fifth was my birthday celebration. We had Friday night. We had um, Apostle Sean Johnson, Pentecostal Church of Holiness. We also had a guest. Uh, we had, um, um, oh, my goodness, we had Pastor Apostle 
Deborah Gill and Pastor Kevion Reed, as well as uh, Mom and Dad uh, Davis from the Sodom and Timber Church of God in Christ that also came and, and was with us on Friday night, plus a few other people. Then Sunday, we had Pastor Terrell Edwards, amen, and Lady Edwards, and Lady Tiffany Edwards, as well as we also had a few from New Philadelphia, uh, uh, Minister Betty Sutton came by as well. Uh, Bishop Deshaun uh, Smith also came. Bishop uh, uh, Michael Thurston and his daughter, they came by. We had a wonderful time in the Lord. What a wonderful time we had. It was a blessing to see all those that came. A blessing to see my cousins came, Mary, Tricia, um, Demetria, they came. My girl, my daughters was there, Brooklyn, Madison, uh, London, you know, she's always there. She's a, she's a faithful, faithful person. I, I want to also thank her. On yesterday, was my, we're celebrating our eighth-year pastoral anniversary. We had Pastor Donnell Taylor from the Pleasant Ridge Missionary Baptist Church, and the Pleasant Ridge Church came by, as well as Pastor Shalanda Moore from the uh, New Macedonia Missionary Baptist Church was also with us on a couple of our eighth-year pastoral anniversary. I want to share with you a quick word. Can we just say a word of prayer real quick? Father, we thank you and we glorify you. We give your name the praise for all that you've done for us so far. And, Father, we're grateful for what you're about to do. Father, we thank you that you're going to drop a word of knowledge, a word of strength, a word of instructions in our life today. Father, that we're going to be able to carry it for the rest of our lives. We're going to be able to apply it for the rest of our life. And, Father, we will not be ashamed of your word. We will not be ashamed of these instructions. But we will follow them to the best of our ability to show forth your power and your glory in our life, to be an example, for to be a light to sit on a hill that will not be healed. And, Father, for this we give you glory. And we bind Satan right now in the name of Jesus. Father, word our mouth, anoint our mouth. Let your glory be on it. And, Father, for this we give you glory. Father, we have said and done things that was not pleasing unto you. Father, we ask that you forgive us. And wash us and make us clean. For our desire is to please you. And for this we give you glory. For this we give you praise in Jesus' name. Thank God and amen. Amen. First amen. Amen. Samuel 17 chapter and the 38th verse simply says this. It says, then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. I mean from the NIV version. He put a coat of armor on him and a, and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened his his fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. This is this my key phrase. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. I want to go back to the 39th verse. David fastened on his, on his sword over the tunic and tried to walk around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them, so he took them off. Type in the comments section if you can. If you're still on here, type on, he took them off. I want to talk about for a few moments, drop it and let it go. Drop it and let it go. I'm just not going to be a very popular 
message tonight. It's not going to be something that people want to hear. But I want to tell you that God told me to tell you tonight to drop it and to let it go. Drop it and let it go. Because it's time for us to drop some things, to, to let go of some stuff. It's time to drop it and to let it go. See, I was, I was talking to God. I was talking to a few people today. I was in, and I was driving the Uber. I've been talking to a couple people the last couple of weeks. We've been having discussions concerning uh, the Word of God, discussions concerning, concerning situations in our life, uh, how we have given over power of things in our life to people, how we have given over authority to people about things in our life, and we wonder why that we are so heavy burdened. We wonder why that we have so many issues in our life and problems, and we can't seem to get over these things and seem to get past these things. Why? Come and get past these things. Why do these things so heavy? Because we have taken on the burden of things that we are not supposed to. We have taken on things. We have been hurt. We have been devastated. We have been mistreated. We have been cheated on. We have been abused mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. We have been abused by people. But I want to tell you, and what's happened is after that, we have begun to protect ourselves. We have taken on this thing as I will not be treated. I will not receive what I have what I received or previously have have done in my life before. I will not deal in this position again. So then we begin to put up blockages. We begin to take on a mentality of no, you won't. You take on to take a mentality of I ain't going. You put take on the mentality. Now there's nothing wrong with saying I ain't going. There's nothing wrong with saying that I'm not going to deal with this, but the fact of the matter is we take on these things and they become heavy for us. They become a burden to us. They become a problem. They become stress. Stress brings us high blood pressure. Those of you that have high, that have high blood pressure that's on here, come on, just give me a hand. Give me a hand in the comments. Say, me, Pastor Troy, I got to have blood pressure. But tonight is the night where I believe God is going to start to relieve us from the pressures of our blood, pressures of stress, glory to God, pressures of things that have been weighing us down from our childhood, from teenager, from our young, in our 20s, in our 30s, going to our 40s and 50s and 60s. These things we have been taking along with us so many years, so many different levels, so many different places in our life that we do not know how to function without the dysfunction. Hmm. Come on, right, uh, uh, time out. We don't know how to function without the dysfunction that has become a normality in our life. So, in the midst of these things and the and the situations going on in our life, we are dealing with a lot of things that have got us burdened down. Now, watch this. The Bible says, "Take my yoke upon me and learn of me, because for my yokes are easy and my burdens are light." Once again. Take my yoke upon me. Take God's yoke. Take God's burden. His burdens of praise. His burdens of peace. His burdens of love. His burdens of understanding. His burdens of revelation. His burdens. His burdens of prosperity. These are the things that God wants to put up on us, but He can't put up on us because we got. We we, have, we are full of other things in our life that we won't drop. Once again, one more time. Type in the comment section. Drop it and let it go. Come on. Come on, type in the comment section. Those out here, drop it and let it go. Drop your problems. Drop the issues. 
Drop the fact that you have been uh, mistreated by family members. Drop the fact that you've been mistreated by other people. Drop the fact that you've been misunderstood by people. You you have been led astray. You've been lied on. You've been you you you've been conned. You've been you just you just you've been in a completely different. That you do you say this is not a, this is not for me. I got to get out of this place because this is not what God has ordained for me. Let me tell y'all something about this story. Here it is. We know the story of David and Goliath. This is what this is. This is about David and Goliath. David comes from the fields, from tending to his daddy sheep, uh, 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 something like everything in the street. But he comes up to this position, Taylor, and he's telling, he's saying to them, uh, Patricia, that who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defies the army of the Lord? Watch this. They were so busy looking at how big the enemy was, they did not believe the God that they were fighting for. I'm going to say one more time. They were so busy looking at the stature of the natural stature of the enemy that they were facing. They were not really, they were not really uh, hearing and understanding the power of the God they were fighting for. Understand this. The Bible says that he would never leave you or he would never forsake you and that he would be with you to the very end. He said, I'm the same God yesterday and today and forevermore. He said, I am not the son of man that I should lie. Neither the son of men that I shall repent, for if he said it, it shall come to pass. And so then here it is, God made promises to the, to, to, to the Israelites. They are his children. They are his chosen generation. And so they came up against an enemy. They came up against enemies of the giants. They were so afraid of the stature. They did not understand the power and the authority that they had from the creator himself. Pastor, what you mean? The same thing with you, the same thing with me. We get so bogged down with what we see with our natural eye, Tata, uh, 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 Marsha. We get so, uh, we get so uh, bogged down, Taylor, with what we see that we lose our faith and focus on God. Did not yeah. God make you promises? Did he not tell you that he's going to he's going to make things better for you? Did he not tell you did not did he not tell you that the power of death and life lies in your tongue in Proverbs eighteen and twenty one? Did he not tell you if you can speak it, it shall come to pass? Did he not tell you if you have the faith? the size of a grain of a mustard seed. You can tell whatever mountain is in your life to move out of your life. Is that not what God has said to us? But yet still, we are focusing on the stature of the situation. We are focusing on how heavy it is. We're focusing on who said it. We're focusing on how they said it. I would not be disrespected. I would not be, I would not be treated like this. I would not, I would not, I would not. Right. But why are we walking around in a place of defeated, of defeat when God has decreed and declared for us that we are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. We are the lender and not the borrower because God has given us the equipment. Come on, y'all. God has given us the equipment, Tammy, to handle what seems to be a giant in our life. That's it. Well, Pastor Troy, you understand, I was molested as a child. And I, I just don't know how to drop it and get, get past it. Because every time a man may touch me or every time my husband gets close to me, it kind of reminds me of what this man did to me or what this woman have did to me or what this, my uncle or my auntie or whoever this person was did to me. It, but guess what's happening? The devil is trying to keep, keep this giant in front of you so that you yes. can fear the giant and not believe the God of your salvation. That's it. 
He's trying to keep, one more time, the giant in front of you so that you will not believe the God that you're fighting for. That's it. I know this revelation. I know this revelation. I know this revelation. The fact of the matter is, if he can keep you distracted, if he can keep you not focused, if if he can keep you off your square, as we call it, then mm-hmm. guess what happens? You won't, but you won't remember the word of God. That's why the Bible says, "That word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin yeah. against you." But well, we have That's to get to the word of God. We have to decree and declare the word of God for us. That once again, the Bible says that I wish above all things that you be in health and prosper, even as your soul prosper. I wish mm-hmm. above all things. This is what Jesus said. I wish above all things, all things, all things, that you'll be in good health and prosper even as your soul prosper. The high, sometimes our high blood pressure is coming from unnecessary stress. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Why do you say hallelujah? Thank you, Jesus. I was Because I hear God saying that I'm going to heal you from high blood pressure. Hallelujah. I'm going to deliver you from the pressures of life to the magnitude that is putting your putting your health in jeopardy. But you have to allow me to kill the giants in your life. Hallelujah, glory to God. Allow me to let you use the tools that I have to put at your disposal so that you can kill the giants in your life. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it, uh, 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 what's his name, uh, uh, the, the songwriter who says, giants, they fall. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Donald Lawrence, he wrote the song, Giant, they fall. Come on. Did not David prove to us in the Bible that it does not matter how big the giant is in your life, if you use the weapon that God put at your disposal for you, you can make the giant fall. I want to go back to 38 38 verse of the 17th chapter of 1 Samuel. Saul, the king of Israel, put all of his armor onto David. He put the weighted helmet on his head, bronze, too big, too heavy. He put, he put, I'm just paraphrasing, he put the shield on him, the sword in his hand. He put the breastplate on him. He put the things on his, on his legs and on his feet, and it was too heavy for David to handle. He said, I'm not used to this. Read it. He said, I ain't used to this. And he, he, he said he walked around to see if he can carry this. How many times in your life today have you been walking around wondering, can I bear these burdens? Can I bear this situation? And then to only to find out it's possible, but I serve a God where I don't have to bear the burdens and hold on to these unnecessary stuff in our life. So in the midst of all of this, so in the midst of what's happening, uh, come on. So in the midst of it, we're going to, God has given us every tool that we need so that we can win this battle. All right. Glory to God. So that we can win this fight. So that we can get past this giant in our life. So, Siobhan, we can drop it and let it go. One more time, those that are on Facebook Live with me right now, type in the comment section, drop it, and let it go. Sometimes we've dealt with grief, and the devil wants to remind us so many times of what you could have did, what you could have said, how you could have responded, what you should have did to this particular time. He wants to keep reminding you of these things so 
burden of, of a continual unnecessary grief in your life. It's just a place where Satan is trying to carry you. It's just a place yeah. where Satan is trying to rob you of your peace. He's trying to freeze this here live, man. I see it. That's why I got two phones and people tell what's happening with it. He's trying to freeze my life. But he allowed. And so then in the so then in the midst of this particular thing, an example that he had was he took off all of those things. Bless you, Pastor Collins, all the way in Texas. He took off all of these things. He laid all of these things down. He got rid of all of these things because it was not a part of his assignment. It wasn't a part of his of his worry. It wasn't a part of his uh, uh, way to fight the battle. And sometimes what we do is we look at other people saying this is how we're going to fight this battle. But that's not how you're going to fight this battle. We may hear the testimonies. We may understand what people are saying. But God has a way for you to escape. Watch this. David told him, if you go up uh, about four verses, he tells, he tell, David tells Paul, he said, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came to carry off the sheep from the flock, I went after it. I struck it. I rescued the sheep from its mouth. And when it turned on me, I seized it by the hair, struck it, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both a lion and bear. So this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. What you saying, Pastor Troy? There have been times in your life that you had some battles, Reese, and you didn't think you were going to make it out of these battles. You didn't think that you were going to overcome them. But you found the strength. You found the know-how. You found, you found the way to, to not only get past it, but how to deal with it and conquer it. Come on, type in the comment section. That's what you keep saying this. Type in the comment section, I am a conqueror. Oh, there's a lot of y'all on here. There's enough of y'all on here. Type in the comment section, I am a conqueror. I am a conqueror. And because you are a conqueror, you will overcome. You will be able to drop it and let it go. Now, you have to have a first, you must first have the willing mind. And we have to be honest about these things. Are we okay with where we're at? Are we okay with how our life is going? Are we okay by not having a peace of mind? Are we okay with using this to be able to have people feel sorry for us? Whoa. Are we okay with the fact of living beneath the privilege in which God has made us? Are we okay with this? Sometimes I say this this often, Taylor, that sometimes we have learned to function in our dysfunction. We have learned to function in our dysfunction. And because we got used to our dysfunction, when things have to change or things need to change in our life, it becomes a place of fear. It becomes a place of apprehension because we're thinking what's going to happen next because we've had these things in our life so many years, so many months, so many weeks, so many days, so many hours, so many minutes, so many seconds. So I don't know how to function outside of the dysfunction. 
But tonight is the night that God, that God has written you know to decree and declare that I can function where I'm supposed to function. I don't have to learn to function within dysfunction. I don't have to learn how to function within the place of living beneath my privilege. I don't have to learn to learn to function in a place of hurt and devastation. And I don't have to learn to function in living and feeling lesbian. I don't have to learn I don't have to learn to function in things that are not attached that do not belong to me, Pastor Rogers, because I am a conqueror and I'm dropping it tonight and I'm letting it go. Because I am a conqueror. I am dropping it and I am letting it go. Why? David gave us the David gave us the, the example that because when things put on you, when he put the, when he put on Saul's armor, it was too much for him to carry. It was too much for him to fight with. But he had to fight with the tools that God gave him. Amen. It says right here in uh, in, in the in the thirty nine verse, he says, "I cannot go with these." He said to Saul, "Because I am not used to them." So he took it off. The fourth verse says. Then he took he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the stream. Listen, this God gave you right here. This, this uh, God will take you to the to living water. <laughs> Y'all don't have no church meetings for this afternoon, this evening. The fountain of living water came to tell you the pastor of the fountain of living water that God put five smooth stones in the stream of water to give it life to give it nourishment, to give it all that it needed right now. So when you face the giant, you are ready to fight what seems to be impossible. Right. So then he took him out of the stream, put him in his pouch, shepherd's hand, sling in his hand, and approached the Philistine. And he told the Philistine, I'm just going down, I'm like, y'all know the story. He told him today that you're going to die today. He said, not only are you going to die today, I'm going to cut your head off. Then the, the, the giant said to him that you are too small. You are not strong enough. You are not man enough to fight me one-on-one. And he told him the God that I serve will deliver you into my hands. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to tell you tonight that God is saying that what's going to happen is God's going to deliver your enemy into your hands. Your giant that seems to be impossible. Your giant that seems that don't want to let you go. The giant that's trying to block your blessing. The giant that's trying to block your peace. The giant that's trying to block you from, 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 from being stressed and being bothered. Giving you high blood pressure. Giving you all of these things that are not according to God's will. According for your life. God is giving you, going to deliver your enemy into your hands. Praise God. Praise God. So you have to drop the heavy burden, but you got to drop the heavy burden. You got to drop those things that's not supposed to be in your life. That's it. They're not supposed to be. People think self-esteem is something about how you look, how you dress. But there are a lot of people that are dressed up on the outside, but the inside is broken into pieces. Yeah. Inside, they're devastating. They're fighting the spirit of depression. They're fighting the spirit of suicide. They fight yes. the spirit of inadequacy. They don't feel love. They don't. They they they, they got they got their glad rags on. They're beautiful. Their hair is whipped. Their their nails are done. Their eyelashes is popping. They got on the one of the best outfits, expensive outfits. The man got his hair cut. Got his beard shaved right. He got on a, he got on the, the right Gucci stuff. He's driving the right car. 
But on the inside, he's hurting and he's crying because he's feeling like he's, he's carrying too much to live, too much to walk, too much to run, too much to praise, too much to worship, too much is going on. And I just don't know what to do. But tonight is the night that I am encouraging you to drop it and let it go. Well, how do I drop it? Amen. How do I drop that? Well, let me tell you the avenue to drop it. We have to take things to God. And when we take it to God, when he talks back to you, when he talks back to you, when he gives you instructions, you, if you be willing and obedient, willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. If you are willing and obedient, it's going to take a change of venue, change of company, change of habit, purposely. Type in the comment section, change purposely. Come on. Come on. Type in the comment section, change purposely. Change it on purpose. My purpose today, my goal today is to change these things on purpose. Glory to God. Because God's purpose for your life is going to bring you victory. God's purpose in your life is going to bring you prosperity. God's purpose yeah. in your life is going to bring you peace. Now, the avenue there may be a little rocky. The avenue there may, may be, the Bible says, man that is born of a woman is of a few days but full of trouble. Yes. Change purpose. That's the word. I decree and I declare for you. I decree and I declare for myself that I'm dropping it. I'm dropping the fact that I've been hurt by people. I'm dropping the fact that I've been disappointed by people. I'm dropping the fact that I've been used by people. I've been made promises and people have not came through with the promises. People have told me, I'm going to support you, Pastor Troy. I'm going to be there for you, Pastor Troy. I'm going to do these things, Pastor Troy. And I can I have yet to count on majority of them. They call me when they want me to preach, to bring the anointing and the power of God. They call me when they want me to come and play and, and, and sing praises to God, to bring the anointing of God. But I cannot depend on them. And it's been, at one point in time, they were so hurtful. And so then I had to drop it because it was burning me down. It was stressing me out. It was bothering me. But I had to shake the dust from my feet when it came yeah. to them so that I could continue to go on because I cannot drag along all of that garbage. The Bible declares for us, any man that's in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. But behold, all things have become new. But I got to drop it. I got to forget those things which are behind me and press forward. But I got to drop it. I got to drop the hurt. I got to drop the disappointment. I got to drop the expectations. I have to drop it in order to move forward. If I don't drop it, I'm just going to drag it. If I don't drop it, it's just going to bother me. If I do not drop it, it's just going to bring more hurt and devastation. When it comes to grief, we have to drop it. I was at a funeral a few weeks ago, and, 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 and this is something that I never thought about, but it was a word from Darius uh, 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 Brooks. He says, there's nothing wrong with loving the person that, you're, that, that has passed, but as long as you're holding them 
in a place of you can't let go, you're holding them hostage and yourself hostage. How many times have you held yourself hostage by her? Come on. Talk to me. How many times have you held held yourself hostage by what he promised he was going to do? He promised me he was going to love me. He promised me that he was going to cherish me. He promised me that he was going to protect and provide for me. But when it came down to it, all he did was got me pregnant and left me by myself. And sometimes he just left you. He used you, used your money, used your car, used your love, used your patience and your time. He used your support and left you. How many times did she say she was going to be there? How many times did she promise that she would back, she would be there, she would have your back, that she would love you unconditionally, that she would cherish you and respect you? But when it came down to it, she got what she wanted from you and left you standing there empty. How many times do we drag these things? How many generations? How many decades? How many years? Do we drag these things along in our life, allowing Satan to rob us of the victory, allowing Satan to rob us of our peace of mind, allowing Satan to rob us of our joy and our prosperity, not just money-wise, but the favor of God is either being blocked by your past because you won't let go. Jesus. Jesus. Time, people of God, to drop it and let it go. Yeah. Drop it. David declared that I fought good in the beginning. I can't wear this heavy stuff. And I'm going to fight again. I'm going to fight this fight of faith. I'm going to fight Satan on every hand. I'm not going to lay down and let him just rob me of what belongs to me. I'm not going to lay here and let him rob me of my peace of mind, of my joy. Someone said, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. Who is the world? Satan. He's the prince of the air. We are in this world, but we are not of this world, people of God. As I close, as I end, as I end tonight's discussion, Hear me when I say drop it and let it go. Y'all do me a favor. Everybody's on here. Come on, share this. Bro. Share this what for me. Share this live. And tell your followers to drop it and let it go. Drop it and let it go. Once again, David had to drop all of the heavy warring utensils that was given to him by Saul. Why? He said it's too heavy for me. It's not what I'm used to. Yeah. I need to fight with what I'm used to fighting. How do we fight? Listen, I watched this yesterday, and it blessed me tremendously. It blessed me tremendously. What, what, what blessed you, Pastor Short? I was playing the organ for Praise and Worship Outreach Ministry. And when I got there, the pastor, Pastor Easter Goodwin, she was not feeling the best. She was not feeling her best. And it was in her face and in her, in her body language. But you know what she did? She, uh, 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 it. she praised God until she felt better. She right. said, what? I don't feel like praising God. I feel like crunching these ninjas in their face. I feel like cussing my boss out. I feel like cussing my husband out, my wife out, my kids out. I feel like fighting these ninjas. 
but you want me to praise God? Listen, I promise you, I promise you this. The more this woman of God, and she's 74 years old, I'm not trying to tell her business, I'm just trying to tell the testimony that I saw. 74 years old, not feeling feeling the best in her body, she got up and began to praise God. Do you understand that when she praised God, the heaviness that was on her, the problem that was on her, how her body was feeling, she began to get rejuvenated. She began to get the energy. She began to get her strength. And those things, that, the look that was on her face, the, the diary that was on her face, she lit up like a Christmas tree. Hear me talking. Hear me talking. She lit up like a Christmas tree. And she gained so much strength from the praise. Hear me. Yes. From the praise. She was determined not to let her situation determine her outcome. Yes. She was determined not to let the situation determine her outcome. She praised God until she fell down. And I watched her. I smiled. I shared tears. She watched the woman of God come into the house of God, not feeling her best. But praise God until she felt better. It was such a blessing. It was such a blessing. I said, God, that's my that's my stand from now on. When I'm not feeling the best, glory to God. When I'm feeling like things are not going to work out. When I feel like I'm being burned down and situations are not going the way that they should for me. I'm going to praise my way out. If I could pin a, a, a scripture that would go along with this, that was, here it is. And Acts, the 25th chapter, and the 16th verse, it talks about Paul and Silas was locked in jail. Glory to God. They was locked in jail. They began to pray and sing praise unto God until the very foundation of the jail was shaken. Until the very foundation of the jail was breaking. So guess what? The chains that they were bound broke off. The doors of the jail opened up from prayer and from praise. This is your way to drop, to not to have to deal with it anymore. Pray and praise God until you drop it all. Glory to God. Watch out. I don't got to have it. Woo! I'm back. <laughs> drop it. How are you going to drop it? You're going to pray and praise God until the foundation of the things in your life, the burdens and the problems, until you're able to loose you and let you go. And watch you walk out of there. It, 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 listen to me. If you read this scripture, that the chains that were on their hands, the chains that were on their feet, the chains that were on their bodies, the, ch- the, the chains on, uh, on everybody in there because of the prayer and the praise of Paul and Silas. That it shook the foundation of everything that was bound and keeping them entrapped in the bottom of the prison. Glory to God. It opened the door for him. Glory, you, you missed that. You missed you yeah. miss that. You missed Apostle Preston. You missed the fact that even in the midst of the, the, the with your prayer and your praise, after the foundation is shooken, it's going to open the door to set you free. All right. <laughs> I felt Amen. my Sunday morning preach almost kick in right there. <laughs> I almost felt my Sunday morning preach kick in right there. But it's a discussion. Drop it and let it go. Use David as an example. First Samuel, the 17th chapter, 38th verse. Talking about I can't get it. Saul gave him his armor, his helmet, his sword. All these things David walked around with. He was uncomfortable with it because it was not a part of who he was supposed to be. Drop all of 
trying to hold you hostage. And watch God bring you out. I love you. Thank God for you. Thank for joining here. Me, Pastor Troy, here. That's how I live in Walden's ministry. Amen. Glory, if you're not busy Sunday morning, come and meet me at 5818 West North Avenue. If you're not busy Sunday morning at 9 a.m., come and meet me at 5818 West North Avenue for the Feast of the Lord. The table is spread, and the Feast of the Lord is going on. Can I pray for you? Can I decree and declare with you along with you? Pray with me. Father, we thank you and we glorify you. Father, you have given us the tools that we need to drop it and let it go. Father, give us the example of David that when Saul put the heaviness on him to fight the giants in his life. That, Father, we thank you that we don't need the heaviness. Father, we need to be free. We need to be loose. We need to use the tools that you've given to us for our personal battle. And, Father, we thank you that we will pick up out the living waters out the stream with the with light. We will pick it up and use it to kill the giants in our life. And Father, we won't focus on the size of the statue of the giant. But we will believe in you. Father, for the for the song says whose report will you believe? We believe your report. We trust and believe in you, Father God, that you would give us exactly what we need, how we need it and where we need it. We give you glory. We give you praise that when the giant stands up He's coming down. When the giant stands and tries to threaten us and tell us that we're going to make it, Father, you're going to deliver our enemy into our hands. Yeah. We give you glory. We give you praise because there's none like you. Giants, they do fall. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Father, we give you glory. We battle through the backlash of retaliation. Father, we think that you're going to these houses and to whatever these people may be that's on Facebook Live. Those are on Blog Talk Radio. That, Father, you will give them the peace, the joy, the restoration, the renewing that they need in you. For this we give you glory. For this we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, I bind the spirit of depression. I bind the spirit of anxiety. Yes. I bind the spirit of grief. I bind the spirit of suicide. In the name of Jesus. I bind it right now. In the name of Jesus. I declare that you shall live. You will overcome. You will be better as of right now, as of this very day. In the name of Jesus. And I give you glory, Father, and praise in Jesus' name. Thank God. And amen. Thank God. Come on, give me some hearts and some thumbs on this Facebook live. Come on. Give me some hearts and some thumbs. Let me see them. Let me see them. Let me see them. How many of y'all have shared? Come on. Share this for me. Ooh. Ooh, come back up. <laughs> come on, share. Thank you so very much. Come on, share, y'all. Come on. Share. Come on, share this. I decree and I declare for you that you're going to drop it and let it go. In Jesus' name. You will be healed. You will be delivered. And you will be set free by the power and the authority of Jesus Christ. And if that's what I always say, hashtag, boom, let us pray. Let us pray. Love you. Have a wonderful night. Good night. Thank you, everyone, for joining in on tonight. Whether it was on Pastor Servant Troy Thomas' page or on my page, Sylvia Kaiser, or on Blog Talk Radio, we want to thank you all for just listening in on tonight. 
as the pastor spoke and talked about, just drop it and let it go. Stop being hung up over the could, the could not, the would, the would not, the should, the should have. So we just got to say we are more than a conqueror. As the man of God said on tonight, let God have his way in your life. I'm so excited about what was said on tonight. Remember, he came to us from First Samuel. Let me get, make sure I got that right. Yeah, First Samuel, 17th chapter, 38th verse, where he started. Then he took us back up some, so at the 34th verse. Just read that, the 17th chapter, so you would get an understanding of why David did what he did and the reason for it. Y'all get to the point in your life that you're going to drop it and let it go. Is there anyone else on Blog Talk that would like to say something at this time or on Facebook that would like to type something in on my page? Please go and make your comments right now. Well, amen, amen, amen. Thank you for the word on tonight, Pastor Choi. Thank you for reminding us to lay aside every weight that so easily besets us. Thank you for reminding us about the giants, uh, things that we have the nerve to think is greater than God. But like you said, he's already equipped us. And the worst thing we can do is try to think we can put on somebody else's armor instead of what God has given us to get through it. So thank you, thank you, thank you, man of God. Amen. Thank you, Apostle-elect. Is there anyone else at this time? Okay. Well, we want to thank you all for tuning in to hear the man of God on tonight with this awesome lesson that he gave us to drop it and let it go. So we want you to know that we will be back here on Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear what God has put on my heart for Wisdom Wednesdays. We will also be back here on Fridays at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear what God has put on my heart to speak about. I'm asking God to give me someone to co-host with me this Friday. So we want you all to come back and be ready to hear what God has to say. If you come back on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can hear our very own apostle-elect, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, who is also our overseer of Smile 3E Iron Sharpening Iron. We want to say thank you for giving us this opportunity to be a part of this ministry. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Uh, if you need a prayer line, you can call in to Pastor Linda Handy's prayer line at 605-313-4818, 605-313-4818. Her access code is 647-147, 647-147. One four seven. If you would like another prayer line, you can call Sister Carmen's prayer line at 605-313-4284, 605-313-4284. Her access code is 
528-2607. If you would like to text a prayer request in, you could text it in at Reverend Festus Johnson. Text line is 331-244-0079. This is the text line, 331-224. Let me take that back, sorry. 331-244-0079. Prayer line for Reverend Festus Johnson. Again, my foundational scripture, Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Pastor, are you still on the line? If so, do you have any closing remarks? No closing remarks. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. Happy belated birthday to a papa. Oh, it's not yet. It's on the 28th. We just celebrated oh, a month long. You still got time, yeah, we celebrate all month long. We just we, we celebrate all sure. month. Yes, celebrate all month, making that's sure that. I know what I'm doing. Celebrate all month. Yes, it. <laughs> Celebrating her all month long because I tell I tell you what, she is, uh, she more than worthy of the honor, and we just gonna have to. I'm just gonna make sure that if. I'm going to make sure she's celebrated and uh, I participate in as much as I can. I'm trying to participate in it all, but she got her veterans and her birthday, so she's getting a double blessing. There's nothing wrong with that at all. All right. Thank you all for joining in. And all we could say is we love you with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. Good night, everyone. Good night.